Welcome to Meaning Over Money, a different kind of financial podcast where money is never about money. Welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are so excited to have you here. We hope you're having an awesome week. And regardless of when you're listening to this, we hope it adds value to your journey. And if it does add value, it would mean the world to us. If you would share with a friend or to rate and review our show, it makes a big difference. As you know, if you've listened to this show for any length of time, you know that travel is is one of my favorite things. Travel and generosity, those are my two things. I love travel, and many of my clients do too. Who doesn't? Travel is awesome. It looks different for all of us. We all have different styles, different aspirations, different destinations, and it all looks different. But travel is travel, and, and I always say travel is awesome. And when I'm coaching my clients, as you also may probably know if you've listened to this, I'm a big believer in sinking funds. Setting up an account that's named and it's literally for just that one thing. And travel is a really fun sinking fund. Of course, we need to, we need to set money aside for when our car breaks or when our house breaks or when we get sick. We need to do all that. But we also need to do other important things like travel or whatever else is important to you. Today, I want to focus on travel because there's something that I often see in the way that people administer their budgeting and their life around this idea of travel. And it gets them in in unfortunate and frustrating situations in their life. And I think there's an easy fix. And I think this episode today is going to be one of those, like, duh, obviously, but at the same time, it can change everything. So hopefully you give this a chance to hear me out to understand that this could be really powerful and in, in, in in, it doesn't take much work to implement it. So here's the idea. Often when people travel, you know, obviously you're, pay- you're paying for gas and you're going out to eat a lot more and you do entertainment type stuff. And what happens is I'll, I'll meet with a client and they'll say, oh, Travis, I'm, oh, man, I, I really messed up. My, my, I spent way more money on gas for my car and I blew up my budget because I had all this gas. And, and so my gas budget, I didn't account for this trip and I messed it up and I blew my budget up. Or, oh, man, I, I spent way more on dining out because we had this trip. And I always say, what about travel? And they're like, well, yeah, but that's for plane tickets and hotels. I'm like, but travel is travel. And so in people's mind, gas is gas, dining out is dining out, entertainment is entertainment. And when we travel, it, it messes with our life. I mean, our life, we have a rhythm, we have a normal, we have a way that we do things. And usually, and hopefully, when you travel, that looks a lot different. And what happens when we, we have blurred lines between personal and travel, our travel sabotages our life. And then we feel guilty, and then we're behind, and we mess up, and we get frustrated. And it kind of taints the trip, and it makes us maybe not want to travel again. So my, my, my general feedback is this. Whenever you're traveling, the money that you spend is travel. Yes, plane tickets, train tickets, bus tickets, 
hotels. Yes, obviously. But if you're on a road trip, when you put gas in your car, that's travel. You're using it to travel. And when you go out to eat on vacation, yeah, it's dining out, but you're traveling, so it's travel. When you buy a ticket to a show, let's use, let's use that as an example. You're on the road, let's say you're in Vegas, and you want to go to a show, and you buy, buy tickets for the show. That, it, it is entertainment, but it's travel. I think this is an important concept because if we just tweak the way that we look at it, it can change everything. One of the beautiful parts about budgeting is that we understand the rhythm of life. So when we look at our budget, we know exactly how much we're going to spend on gas and dining out and entertainment because our life is our life. And we get to understand the rhythm of life and how we live and the decisions we make. And so if we, if we loop travel into our personal budget like that, gas, entertainment, dining out, it will actually make our life less understandable. We'll have less clarity in, in, our, in our life, in our rhythm, because you have these weird months that blow up normal. So this idea of, yes, let's have a travel sinking fund. It's my favorite. That and generosity are my two favorite. And when we travel, everything we do comes out of that. And here's, here's an example of how I implement that in my, my own life. Obviously, you get gas all the time, and gas is more expensive than ever. And it can be tricky on how that works. So, so how do we know at what point is the gas travel or is it personal? And so my general rule of thumb is if I get gas and the location of the gas station, and the bank transaction tells you the location, if the location is outside of my metro, that's automatically travel for us. If we're, you know, we're a couple hours away and we're in a different, you know, a different place outside of our metro, that's travel. And so it's easy for us. If I look at the bank statement and I'm getting gas and it's somewhere within my city, well, that's, that's just life. And, and that just is a really simple way that we implement that to know what gas goes where. And, and I don't know about you, but when I'm traveling, when I'm on vacation, I want to go to different restaurants, make different choices. I want to maybe go a little bit bigger, try something new, go out on a limb. And so I don't want that to blow up my, my dining out budget. And I don't want to be limited by my dining out budget. That's what travel is for. And I don't want to say no to going to a show if I'm traveling if I don't have a lot of money in my entertainment budget, because when we're at home, we don't have a lot in our entertainment budget. We play at the park and we go to a couple movies at the movie theater, and you know we don't we don't do a lot we don't do a lot of, a lot of that type of stuff. And so we we want to go on the sh on the road. We want to go do something different, and so that's travel. This idea it, again, it sounds silly and, and simple because it is but it can change everything. And the clients that have implemented this sort of mentality to their travel, it's given them more clarity and control of their, of their normal personal monthly budget, but it also gives them more power and, and a grander vision with their traveling because now when they're on the road, they look at it and say, well, we could go to this restaurant that 
we may never get to go to again. And they don't have to think about their personal budget because it's in their travel. It's already there. Now, obviously, if you go to this really amazing restaurant, that might be a show that you can't see. Or maybe you have to stay at a different hotel. Or maybe your trip is one day less. There might be a lot of implications, but it's all housed in the travel. Let travel be travel, let personal be personal. We need to unblur that line. When we do this, it can make such a big difference. There's another step that you can take. For us, when we travel, we've always historically put our travel expenses on our main debit card, and then we reimburse ourselves after the trip from our travel sinking fund, which works fine. We've done it for more than a decade this way. The problem is, is that when you travel, you find yourself making a lot of transactions. And the last thing I want to do when I get home is to open up my app and have 75 transactions that I need to account for and add and reconcile. Ugh, that's terrible. That's how I've always done it. And recently, at, at the recommendation of my friend Tim, who does it a little bit differently, he says, yeah, Travis, your sinking fund idea is great. We've been doing it forever this way. We just decided to have a little a different nuance to it is that we decided to do a, a sinking fund that's a checking account and have a, a card just for travel. So when we travel, we use the card and it comes right out of our travel sinking fund, which makes the lines even less blurred because it's literally coming out of a separate account that's just for travel. I implemented this in my own life within the last year and definitely a game changer. Definitely a game changer. I don't really like having one extra debit card on me than I already have, but it's, it's gold. It is a golden idea that my friend Tim had. He took my idea and made it better, which I think is, is the best part about this stuff, and that's why we have this podcast. How can you take these ideas? I've taken other people's ideas. I'm not going to pretend that I've invented everything. I haven't. I take other people's ideas and I make them better, and then you get to take my ideas and make them better. And then somebody's going to steal your idea and make it better. And the cycle continues. So there's a couple ways you can do it. But I think it all starts with having that travel sinking fund and, and this is a big and, actually funding it. Making it a priority and funding it. And I've had a couple of realizations in my own life that we'll be sharing in a, in a future episode but we recognize that we want to put more money in travel. We need to increase the importance of that in our life. If we think it's important, we ought to really invest. And I always say, you know, when people say, I don't know if there's enough money for my travel account, I'll ask them, well, is there enough money to pay your mortgage? Is there enough money to pay your utilities? Of course there is. It's not about whether there's enough. It's about are you willing to prioritize it? And if, if you're going to prioritize it, what has to go or what has to be reduced? So we need to have a travel sinking fund. We need to fund it consistently at whatever pace you need to fund it to live that travel life that you want. And everyone's different. I have clients that spend a thousand a year on travel. 
and I have clients that spend tens of thousands a year on travel. And both of those are okay. We just have to decide how are we going to do it in our life, in our unique journey with our values. So I hope that helps. I hope that gives you some, some ideas to play with and to mess with. But I really think if we can unblur the lines between our personal life and our travel life, it makes us better at handling our personal finances, but it also enhances the fun and the empowerment that we have while we're traveling. And to me, that's the ultimate win-win. And so I hope that helps. That's all I have for today. If you'd like to connect with us outside of the podcast, we would love to hear from you. You can find us on our podcast Facebook group through the link in the show notes. You can find us on Instagram, Meaning Over Money, or me, Travis Shelton. You can find our YouTube channel. And of course, you can find Meaning Over Money, which is our financial course for young adults, where we teach young adults how to live for the meaning and not for the money. And that's at meaningover.money. And if you decide to, to buy a course from us, please don't pay a full price. We'd like to give you 25% off by using the promo code PODCAST25. PODCAST25 is our way of saying thank you. And if you're not into that, that's okay. We're just glad that you're here, and we hope this podcast continues to add value to your journey. Take care, guys. Bye.